so many pillows in this. There's more money in pillows here. It's definitely been decorated by a woman. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I wonder if there's a man with really. I don't know. Did men like pillows? Sensitive taste. I, I mean, like pillows. I need the pillow because I have short legs, so I need the pillow to. Ah, to sit up straight. Yeah, I would have been like a, a five-year-old child. Hey, you got Instagram. Oh, we're just taking right, calls now. Love you. Hey, are you dying? <laughs> Good old dad. He's <laughs> dying. I don't know. Well, hey, you always got to you always got to answer a phone call from your parents. Got to, got to. Um, well, who we have today? We have the one and only Tiffany Anton. I was about to try to give a big uh, introduction, but I don't even know what all you do. Yeah, fill us in. What, these, I feel like you're days. you're kind of a. I like you're doing a lot. Uh, yeah, I try to at least in, make it work related and not mm -hmm. just all over the place. So yeah. I get to, luckily with the Biz Foundry, I get to like work with businesses a ton. So it's kind of all in that genre of working with small business owners. So, so but I have a podcast too. So yeah, it's not quite yeah. as cool as Thick Necks and Paychecks, but <laughs> Powered by Her, I got a little set going. Nice. Yeah. Some video with that. So, yeah. That's uh, dope. Powered by Her. What's that about? Uh, women entrepreneurs. So oh, wow. um, we've done about, I just did it with the radio station for a while, and then um, we're doing it with Cookville Creative now. They built a little set for us. And so that's cool. Um, I love the fact that I get to kind of highlight the area women that are killing it here. Yeah. Yeah. Mom has been a guest on the show. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So it's just, I guess I, mean, I can't be a guest on the show. No, no. You, you can't. No, no. <laughs> not, 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 Somebody no. Somebody told me that I should have run out of women yeah. at some point. Ah, uh, I don't think so. Don't How long know. have you been doing it? The podcast has been about, uh, it'll be two years in April. So wow. Damn, that's a long time. Yeah. You know, so there's been 45 people that I've had on, on yeah. the show so far. So it's been pretty cool. And you guys know, with the running of the podcast, it, there's a commitment level to there it. There is. And people, I think, don't realize mm -mm. how no, I, I even I knew there was going to be a commitment level but like I still kind of underestimated it yeah well and you think about you shoot an hour-long podcast and people think oh cool that's an hour-long podcast well that that's the, the slightest of it the editing and everything else and making sure this and that works and you know getting the setup yeah, so damn broke we don't got no tripods no nothing we're hey. doing it all ourselves well and that's the know? thing and then I mean but then you know that they're there is the potential to make of money course. with podcasts. People, yeah. I mean, people make tons of money with sponsorship, yeah. but it's like right. that's a whole other level of yep. trying to find sponsors and yep. making sure you align with what they want to do. And exactly. All so it right. can be. It, I like the fact that I just kind of get to give my guests, show up, and then everybody else takes care of the yeah. rest of it. Yeah, one day. So, one day. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, this year I got a promotion, so I'm the vice president at this time. What? Congratulations. So, yeah, that's thank dope. you. Which that's is, awesome. I mean, it's crazy. When I when I applied there four, almost four years ago, I thought I was just going to do their social media, like help them out. And yeah, I have yeah. no experience in this, no background. I used to be a high school teacher. Jane and I talked about education a lot. Um, I used to be a hey. high school teacher, and <laughs> I just now I like help business owners. So that's awesome. Yeah. Is that that's your that's your main thing, right? Your your main passion is the biz biz founder. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, well, it's what pays my bills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta so be the what all goes yeah. down at the biz? Yeah, fill everybody for, in. For yeah. So the biz foundry is I always try to say it's like two different things. It's a entrepreneur center, but then it's a co working space. So we have a space that people kind of like poets but if you want quiet or you want mm -hmm. to bounce business ideas and you want that um kind of synergy with other business owners you can kind of meet people and network at our facility but then we also have resources like 
um, workshops or programs that we run that can really help you know what you need to do to run a business. So it's kind of there. So you can do one without the other, and it doesn't. You don't have to do both. We have some people in this day and age. People are remote working, obviously, from COVID yeah, right, um, right. a ton, and so some people don't like that idea of working from home. That I'm not particularly fine, fond of being at home and seeing. You know that laundry needs to be done because yeah, I like to get out and kind of get away from everything I got going. I don't really like to. I got an office like upstairs, but like I like my home to be like where I relax and yeah. Yeah. don't have to have like any pressure to get shit done or you know. Well, I, I would assume with real estate too, you your life blends so much it together. Does. It's and sometimes it's, you need those boundaries of like, okay, this is when I'm working and this is when I'm not working. You do, and well. And I'm kind of, I might be a little bit contrast to you guys. Yeah, you, work at, you work at home a lot. I, I work at home a lot because I've got a space that I've really put some time and money into that I can escape to. The Dallas has a fucking spaceship. I do. I have a, I have a man cave. But it's, it's, it's this whole, like, just little room that I can go in and I can either be in a relax. I, what's nice is I can flip a switch. I can be in relaxation and play video games or, do, or watch a movie or do whatever I want to do. But also I can turn literally... 90 degrees and be full workstation and have my music on shut the door have the vibe and i'm some days i'm more productive there and some days i'm more productive downstairs at the office so it's just it's nice to have that flexibility for me and covid's really shown me that i can be just as productive in that space as i can be at the office do you think you have to like put boundaries though of like with real estate I'm, i mean you've got to be available all the time 24 mm-hmm. hours a day yeah pretty much yeah so do you ever have to put those boundaries because i i feel like that way a little bit where people are like can i get in the building yeah and i've come over right. on my daughter's birthday before to let people in the building it's yeah. like i should not i probably shouldn't do that but i really like what i do so. exactly um yeah i mean i feel like when when you're really really new when you're fresh you you almost don't have the liberty to have boundaries for right. for a so for a good amount of time, um, and I'm still not there. But I'm to the point now where if I get a phone call, if I need to write a contract at ten o'clock at night, I'll write a contract at ten o'clock at night. But if somebody can't get off work and they want to sh- go look at a house at nine, you're doing more harm than good. You're getting those people out of their house at nine o'clock at night. You're taking away time from you and your family. You're also you can't see the house properly in the dark as well as you could in the daytime. So there's those type of boundaries that I've set, but I'm still readily like any time of the day, I'm going to answer a phone call mostly. I mean, I mean, I do set like, if it's after dinner, I'm, I'm very unlikely to, to, unless it's like a current client that I'm working to deal with that we're, we're rocking and rolling on stuff. But yeah, I'm just not going to pick up a lead at, at 10 o'clock at night. I think it also depends on like what your home life yeah. looks like. Cause when I was building the kitchen and I was single, like, yeah, I was working till three, four in the morning, getting up at 10, 11, you know, going right. and doing the same thing all day, yeah. every day, work Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's for three years, you know. Now there's no way I'm doing that shit. Like, I'm not answering my phone. Like, if you call before we're open, like, you're hitting us up on Saturday, we're fucking closed, I'm not answering. Like, you know, you just kind of build different mm-hmm. levels of what, you know, you can take on. And- well, it's, it's so true. Like, you're mentioning your home life when I was when my kids were littler they're seven and ten now so they're a little bit more self-sufficient and so I don't have to be I can be doing other things mm-hmm. and they can kind of do their own thing you with a baby like it just yeah. it, it's a totally different mindset at that time right yeah. right well thank thankfully for me my fiance is a stay-at-home mom now so 
It's like for me, it's just like she's I, killing it too, dude. She's fucking killing it. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, women are superheroes. I don't see how you do it. And then like once you watch one push a baby out, you're like, you're not, you're not from this fucking planet. Like it just doesn't make, it, does, it doesn't make any how sense. How is that possible? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. So yeah. to me, Luckily, I didn't have to see that happen. So <laughs> I'm glad that I didn't have to. Let me just do it. I don't want to watch. I got a just, rowdy video. Oh I don't, gosh. You don't want to see it? I'm out. Yeah. Anyway. It's crazy that you'd even offer that. <laughs> I like where this conversation is. That's hilarious. It'll change your life, dude. I, I'm, I'm gonna interview. I love you it. Guys. Go for it. I'm down. Yeah, you know, Step Brothers, when they're like, "How about we? How about we interview you?" Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that you get to provide that you're doing well enough that you're providing for your family that you are able to let her be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about that the other day. It's a surreal feeling, you know, to because I mean, it took a lot of blood, sweat, tears my soul on the line. Yeah, from that little hut over in Giving up everything I had to get to this point now. And it's like, you never know what's on the other side of what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And just the fact that somehow I just brought myself together to show up at least for a little bit every day and to keep pushing and to now kind of be able to give us like this freedom. Like we're going to the beach tomorrow like we're flying out at like seven in the morning and going to fort lauderdale and we hadn't took a vacation in years and i was like sitting up on the porch the other night like almost fucking tearing up like a little bitch just thinking about how thankful i was for everything that's going on now. yeah because you know i went through some shit for a while and but that just, makes you so much more thankful and just yeah and to see yeah. it all come full circle it's yep. uh it's wild i think it makes me want to work harder you know yeah it's like when you start it's almost like a guy named uh, Ed Millette put it's mm-hmm. like uh, doing these things that's almost like eating like small bites of steak. Like when you eat something like, you know, it's heavy and it's satiating and it's satisfying. Like you just, you keep wanting more, yep. keep wanting more and keep wanting yep. more. So it's almost like I think of like taking like vacations and these other things, like eating like little bites of steak. And it's like, oh, we got to go got to do do more try more yeah you know if that makes sense because everybody preaches the hustle and and you should and you should hustle and you should want to improve yourself and you should always want more you should never be stagnant because that's i say you should never be stagnant and it's not for everybody to hustle 24 7 but you need to have i mean your mom preaches this all the time self-care like you need to take time to reset and and that may that's completely different for different for people like right. my reset may be a much shorter time than your reset yeah, you know I mean, but, I like, but you have to have that i, I feel like, like everybody does balls to the wall like, yeah for days at years a time. Like, you know <laughs> <laughs> years at a time yeah, yeah. well yeah. And, and it's it, if you're doing it and you if it's something you love because that's how i am I mean, I am not good about taking, even when I'm sick, like yeah. I don't want to take time right. off. I want to be yep. working and I want to be, because I love what I do. Right. So I don't need as much self-care time because I don't feel like I'm working. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And so, but but it is good to have that kind of downtime and reset every now and then and mm-hmm. um, whatever it looks like. Well, and like just like taking your family on vacation and leaving work, that's just not really feasible for everybody. You know? But I think it is important to do that. So um, about a year and a half ago, I almost two years ago now, I went to Iceland for a week by myself. Whoa. No tough. one at all. And I was like, I'm not answering my phone. I'm that's not, awesome. What by yourself? By myself. I asked your, your sister gave me tips first before I went. And so we Yeah, because you guys went to Alaska. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, no, I got left at home. 
Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> 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 ah, I got so, left at home. Um, but yeah, you were probably hustling too much. You didn't have to take off. There you go. We're on drugs. Um, <laughs> so she, so we, um, so she, so I, I went and I, I was like, it's five days. People will, the world yeah. will not crumble without me for five days. So I just, I didn't answer my phone. I didn't answer emails. And it was probably one of the best trips you've ever taken. It was awesome. I mean, it was a lot more lonely than I thought it would be. Was it? Because I'm pretty, a per, pretty social person. Yeah. But, um, well, when you're around a bunch of people, you're like, and you do it too much, you start to get burned out. You're like, fuck this. I don't want to be around anybody. And then like, you're alone for like two hours and it's like. Yeah. All right. Well, I definitely miss, I <laughs> well, definitely miss some people. Yeah. yeah well, uh, so I went on a bus, a, a bus tour. What was one of the kind of things I did, and it was like an eight day lo- or eight hour long thing. And we went to a waterfall and a couple other places and um, a geyser. And I realized all these other people are on vacations with their family or their loved ones yeah. or whatever. And so I'm like, I don't really want to interrupt like Teddy, like, hey, yeah, you yeah. my friend. So I just kind of like didn't talk to anybody for eight hours. On, I talked to the tour guide a little bit, but <laughs> I mean, it was just a weird for me. Uh, so being so social, it was a weird yeah. kind of thing for me of just feeling a little lonely because mm-hmm. that's not usually how I am. I can strike up a conversation with anybody, but right. I didn't want to. In- I felt maybe a little over. I probably I'm an overthinker, so I probably overthought like. Yeah trying to tag along with other people. I think it's a wild that Iceland is called Iceland and Greenland's called Greenland because Iceland has more green than... For sure. It's just like a Mighty Ducks, isn't that? Yeah, right? Mighty Ducks. It's always bothered me since I was this this big. I'm glad you paid attention. Yeah. Yeah. Iceland... No, it is, but we flew over Greenland, and I, it was just like a sheet of See? ice. See? I think they, they, they were just really baked when they were naming those two <laughs> countries, and they're like, this is Iceland. And he's yeah. like, no, I thought that was Iceland. They just got it mixed up. That's yeah, all that happens. I think uh, sometimes it's, it's good to be by yourself, though, for a while. You know? Yep. Especially How long like, is your max, like, by yourself time that you can do? Uh, I don't know. I haven't had any in yeah. forever. You really think, haven't, have you? I think sometimes, like, when I get, like, real stressed out and, you know, because when you have a kid, like, you're loaded with, like, all these new responsibility and stuff. And I can remember, like, a couple times, like, after just hard days at work and baby crying and fiance being stressed out. And I'm just like, God, oh, I just want to be alone for, like, a couple days. And then, so, during one of these times, my fiance ended up taking Lily to her grandmother's in Chattanooga. And I got home and was alone for 10 minutes and looking at Lily's swing and she wasn't in there and my fiance wasn't talking up a storm and I got in the car and went to Chattanooga. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I haven't really figured out what my, yeah. I just know that if I spend 10 minutes meditating and I work out, then I'm fucking fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think the workout thing is really, really interesting because, so I was really, like, when my youngest was about a year, year and a half, I was, like, at the gym five hours, or five days a week, two like hours. Five hours a day? <laughs> two hours a day. I was there a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and I was, like, I was killing it. And then life happens, and I started working full time, and so I, the last, like, few months, I have not made an effort to go to the gym. Yeah. And I just... Like, I, I kind of feel, which, I mean, this is a female thing, but I'm, like, on the verge of tears a lot. And I'm, like, what is going on? And I'm, like, oh, it's because I'm not, like, releasing anything yeah. by working out. You got all that pent up. Yeah. yeah. And it's Shit, just, I feel on the verge of tears when I'm not working out. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, there you go. I feel like that makes me feel better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shit. I, I'm horrible, and my wife can attest to this, too. If, you know, a lot of, some people are wired where if they could sit at home all day and work from home and just chill 
then that's the perfect day to them. And Reagan's like, when we have a day off, when we have multiple days off where we have the opportunity to sit at home, she's planning something for me to do because I can't, I just can't sit still that long or I'll like, I'm basically playing on, I have to, I'm that same way. I have to, I have to work out. I have to go to the gym. I have to release that. I have to do something or just get lethargic and like in myself. And I'm almost in a bad mood because of it. Yeah, I, I think it takes way. a lot for people to kind of be self-aware enough to know, okay. Yeah. I mean, for, for probably about, and he was around the holidays too. And so I was like, why do I feel like I want to cry a lot? But then I'm like, well, I'm not working out. And so, but I don't think a lot of people can recognize that right. themselves sometimes. Especially if they've even, I mean, take, take someone who's never worked out before and never had that feeling, you know, maybe that's the cure for a lot of their not mental issues, but no, like, no, well, yeah, I but, think you know, therapists, 100% the cure for a lot of mental issues. therapists <laughs> should go along with like a gym membership. Like yep. if you go to therapy, you should definitely have, I mean, when I, we lived in New Mexico for a couple of years and I hated it. I knew no one. I was so alone. Yeah. I had a one year old. It was horrible. And I was, I was going to therapy for a little while. And then I thought I'm going to run a 5k and I was not a runner. I, and I, so I literally stopped going to therapy and started training for a 5K, and it, and it worked. Did you feel better doing that? Better. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was like challenging myself. I was proud of the and I still I was still lonely, didn't have yeah. friends and all that stuff. But um, just being able to do something physical and and I'm such a like I have to win no matter what. Yeah. So like I could win against myself. Like I didn't right. think I could do this, so I, I I'm doing it. <clears throat> do you work out by yourself? Um, most often. Yeah. Do you work out by yourself? Yeah. I work out by myself. Yeah. I would so, like to have a training partner, but... Uh, so I had this discussion with a buddy you yesterday. You have to find somebody that's kind of at your level. Yeah, See, like and that's what we were talking yeah. about. I was talking to... Uh, and Dallas works out in the morning, and I just can't fucking do it. Oh, that. I love the 5.15, 5 o'clock. Like, oh, no, that's, that too, that's too much morning. That is trash. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love 5.15. I've had to eat like four or five times. See, I don't I eat before I work out. No, I, I would pass out and throw up and die all at once. But anyway... <laughs> back to working out by yourself no i i feel like that's my time like you said being self-aware that's my time to get in my head get my thoughts get my day going reset and i i don't know that's like that's a part of my day it's part of my time and i agree i would i like the thought of a, of a workout partner and i've tried it multiple times and all the people i've worked out with were, have been pretty good but you know i have people all the time oh oh you work out what time do you go and i'm like ah. Eh. I don't want to mess that up. Like I like what I'm doing. You know, it's it's part of it's part of my day and it's part of my time and it's and it's it's really special to me. So See, I, don't... I need mine like five o'clock after I've dealt with like thirty people's bullshit. Five p.m. Yeah, you need to get out there. So it's a it's a release after the day for you. Yeah, I got so much. See, not for me. Shit being in retail, dude. I, I think there, there's this kind of the shower thing too. The people I think take showers at certain times. Like oh, I take shower, three a day. Shower what? may wake people up sometimes or put them to sleep. Like I think a shower is wakes me up. Yeah. Love, you know, but people are like, no, that's like it's the worst for me in the morning. Oh no! Like I'm like I got this weird thing. Like if I transition from different shit, you shower. I have to shower. I remember that about like you. if I like if I'm working in the kitchen and I'm gonna go work in the office, I go home and shower. And it's like a mental. Do you guys have you guys lived together at, at any points in your life? No, we no, just, just we've just been office. together a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 for hours on end. Showers and cold showers. Oh, that sounds horrible. He, w I, I remember that though. Like, I love him. it would be okay. We would say we get off work and we plan on going out that night. Well, he would shower when he got home from work, and then we'd hang out. And then before we go out, he's showering again, and we're like, 
you, you just you just shout. He's like, ah, I just gotta rinse off. Yeah, <laughs> something about it that just like it's like therapeutic for yeah, you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, That's it cool. like rewires my brain. See, yeah. I can't. I used. I tried showering in the morning for a while. I'm a I'm a night shower. I can't go to bed without showering because I don't want to get into my bed like with the nastiness of the day. And some people just like come home from work and they're like, like All yeah. Right. So you went work out this morning. You haven't showered. Uh-uh. I can't. I can't do it. I mean, it's I'll, not even like a feeling gross thing. I always wipe like down that. and like, I mean, I don't stink, obviously, but <laughs> I, I, I kind of do. <laughs> I'm sitting six feet away, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't have to. And I, I, but I don't sweat profusely either. You know, when maybe you're not working out hard enough. Oh, I mean, I'm, I used to say all the time, I'm, getting it. I'm like, I don't really sweat when I work out. And then I realized I just wasn't working yeah, out hard enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it kind of depends on what Tiffany's calling me out. I need to step <laughs> it up. <laughs> How are you doing 40 minutes of stairs and not? Not 40 minutes. Oh. 10. 10? 10. You're doing 10 minutes of fasted cardio when you tell me you're doing cardio? On uh, level 11? Probably. That's my... We're going to have to have a separate talk. <laughs> Where do you work out? Um, work out anytime. Okay. Not the Iron Lab? No. Dallas is a fucking traitor. <laughs> Not yet. Well, we can't afford stair steppers. Yeah. We already got that corporate money. You need that. Just put me a couple blocks and I'll just walk up and... <laughs> anyway. Like, it's kind of up a hill, right? You yeah. can just like, walk up and I down. could. Yeah, you could. Buffalo Valley. Could. Could. There's one more point I have to make about this cold shower okay. before we Let's go. transition. <laughs> Let's go. Think about it. So when like you're like really stressed and you're thinking about a bunch of stuff... Okay. When you're just getting blasted... With this ridiculously cold water, I promise the only thing that you can think about is... Is how cold you are. No, it's catching your breath. Oh. So all of that other shit just leaves your mind. Interesting. For a short period of time. Are you a cold shower? No. I'm like a... You should try this theory. You should try this theory, yeah. I don't think I can... See, my... I feel like my body cannot warm back... Like, if I'm at a sporting event, and it's a cold sporting event... I just, I feel cold in my, to my core yep. until I take a hot shower. Right. Like, I just can't, I'm like, there's something wrong with me. Like, my hands can get so cold and my butt is always cold. <laughs> That's but see, I think, I think maybe there might be a nugget in there. There might, it's, it's, if you're taking a cold shower, you know you're about to take a cold shower. Like, that's the goal. Yeah. Whereas that type of situation, you don't want to be cold. Right. Like, you're, you're trying to avoid it. But this is like, okay, I'm doing this for this purpose. Right. All right, let's do it. They're all, they're all cold showers. Three you, stars a day, they're all cold. You don't take all of them cold. No, so it's oh, like okay. sometimes I start out with hot water for a while, do the normal shower. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really easier that way. So I like, guess if you're making a choice, the only cold showers I usually take are when like the hot water runs out. Right. And then you're just pissed. See, if it right. does, it's not a problem. I'm like, it's not good. No, I'm mad. I'm good. I'll shut the water off to preserve any little bit of hot that there is. In, like while you're washing? Yeah, and while, like, sofa, and then... And then jump in there and get it done, and then I'm done. I hate it, bro. I hate cold showers. I'll try it just for you, but I hate it. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to report back on it afterwards. Yeah. He, the other day, he was like, hey, we need to do an ice bath on podcast. I'm like, Kind of goes. you're going to have to give well, me a... That we, like, we were just talking earlier about the, the cuss words and how much you could, you, could, you could do an ice bath with no cussing, and he can do an ice bath with cussing and see who can do it longer. There we go. Or maybe... You should cuss. I should cuss. And I don't. Oh, yeah. I feel like you could not last very long. I, no, I, I could not. He'd go, no, I'm not. I'm not no. He'd be like, this is not worth it to sit in this ice. I just need to get out and cuss. <laughs> what are we, uh, we going to rip off 
Kevin Hart's cold as balls. Have you seen his? No. Oh, it's a, it's a whole podcast of he gets professional athletes and they sit in ice baths and he interviews them. You haven't seen that? No. You have to see that. It's Bro, hilarious. That is horrible. It's that is it's wild. hilarious. That's wild. You need to watch. I guess if you're getting interviewed, there's a distraction. Yeah, right. You're, you're not like just you sitting there thinking, thinking, why no, am I doing that? Yeah, that ice bath. Do you know how cold that is? Where are we gonna set these ice baths up? Out there on the uh in, in the middle of the West Broad? <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that the mayor would probably shut down he would. for it. Yeah. So. Hey, yo, Rick. Right. We're about to take an ice bath. <laughs> <laughs> you shut down West Broad real yeah, quick. Yeah, people really love it when you shut down the park. They love that. They do. What a fun little tangent that was. <laughs> ice baths. And, yeah. So, I'm going to ask a real question. Now. Let's go. Okay. So, you started off as a high school teacher? Yes. Did you always want to be a teacher? I think so. I think I really, well, in second grade, I watched um, a presidential inauguration. So at one point I was like, I'm going to be the president of the United States. Right. That's stupid. I didn't even know what the inauguration was when I was in second grade. It was like something that they just like, you know, was happening. So it was a day to waste school. And I thought it was so like, you know, regal or like, it just seemed so cool. And, you know, all the fancy outfits or whatever. I thought it was so cool. Um, But I just like to be bossy. So that's really what. Um, you know, that was where that came from, I think. But yeah, once I got more, I mean, I was like a math and science nerd in high school. And so I thought, I think I always kind of thought I wanted to be a teacher, but I thought maybe I should be like more, like that's not good enough or something that, you know, I wanted to make more money than that. But once, and I went to an engineering school, kind of like Tennessee Tech, it's Mm -hmm. Michigan Tech. Bless you. Sorry. That was aggressive. I mean, the light went up and everything. That one hurt. Yeah. Backlash. But see, I was the type of teacher that um, the kids that didn't like teachers related to me. They liked I was you. Just, you were cool. You were chill. I was, yeah, I was oh, chill. Oh, got along. I, went, I was not the kind that was like, you have to know this because you have to go to college. Like, most of the kids that I taught were not going to college. And I was well aware of that. And it was like, okay, I need to get them to graduate high school. Yeah. I didn't have to. I realized that college is not for everyone. And, and to put them in that you know, box to beat it in their head. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was, that's not going to help them in life. And now, I mean, most of my students are that I had, I only did it for five years, but they're in their late twenties or early thirties and some own businesses now. And so they'll tell me they're so proud. And these are not kids, you know, nerdy kids usually could go back and see their teachers or Mm -hmm. keep in touch with them. These are not kids that are like that. Mm -hmm. These are kids that are like, I I just, I was different than the, the other teachers. Yeah. And that's when you know you've impacted them when they're, you know, I bet that's got to feel great for you for to hear from a past student, like, you know, maybe even a troubled student that, that you've helped out and they come back and they're like, hey, I did this. I mean, that's got to feel. It's awesome. I had one girl that she, <clears throat> it took her five years to graduate high school, which is more of a college plan for people, but whatever. She was still there in her fifth year and um, she, I would literally go to her house to pick her up if she wasn't there in the morning mm-hmm. because she was going to lose credit in my class and she had to have my class to graduate. So I'd go and pick her up at, at, during my planning period, pick her up and bring her to school. Because I was like, this That's is, dope. I mean, <sighs> I, I'm like, I'm going to take away every excuse that you have. Right. To, and I'm going to make it so that you, you have to do the work, but I'll make it as easy as I can for you. Because I realized not everyone grows up in the households Mm-mm. of, you know, loving, supportive parents. And yep. so they need other adults in the world that are going to kind of make up for that. But the thing is, like, I taught when I didn't have my own children. And I loved those kids as if they were my own children. I got you. And so then when I became a mom, I was like, I don't think I'm going to love these kids as much anymore. Because you're you're giving so much energy to your kids at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
You loved all your teachers, right, dude? Do you have any teachers that you that you? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple that like that helped me through some shit, and yeah. they believed that I was gonna be somebody. But I mean, it was like the head counselors. Like she told all my teachers, it was literally her goal to get me kicked out of Cooper High School. Shout out, Doctor Ligon. No way. Yeah, I still don't like. But that. I I don't understand why people are in education. I don't either. I'm like, lady, there's people doing fucking meth here, okay? Like, yeah. I, I ain't doing... I, ain't doing well, I just don't want to be here. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> I found out afterwards that kids were doing... Like, kids were like, yeah, we would bring in our Sonic cups and we were getting drunk in your class all the time. And I was like, what? <laughs> like... Yeah. Just, well, I thought just, he was aware. Like, I thought it was young and aware, but it clearly... Just was. crazy stuff, man. But, like, I don't know. I knew from a very young age that I was not trying to further my education in that way. In a traditional sense, though, but you, I mean, I, like, you are not unintelligent. You are not a not hard, you know. Yeah, but, like, if it doesn't involve, like, a way that you can make money, I'm just not interested. But like, that's, I, it's but, still education. I yeah. Mean, you've to figure yeah, but out listening to Joe Rogan's podcast is one of the things you love, and that doesn't make you money. Yeah, but I And that's edu- furthering your I education. I apply yeah. things and make money. Like, uh-huh. I don't give a fuck okay. about Saturn. It's got to give you value. Pluto it's got to give you value. Right. The carbon cycle. <laughs> right. No, I get... I, but I think that's what, like, where... But I, but I knew that I was not going to be able to use any of the... Like, there's nothing that I've learned... In any public education system that I apply to my life today. That's broad. There's nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear it. I, I mean, is there? Am I wrong? Like, I mean, yes. If you go with nothing, you know how to spell and write letters. And you know how to add. I, I don't need to know how to spell. You know how to add. You got you got grammar correct and you say, calculators. So you, you say... You gotta be at least close on some of these. I mean, Can't you learn? I don't know, man. So, I mean, so, okay, I, I think I was just really rubbed the wrong way. Yeah, I yeah. They, you they, could say they, they, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you could say maybe that maybe nothing you learned in high school is anything yes. that you. I, I mean, yes. Yeah, so to me, I'm like that is four years of my life gone. I see that. Yeah. I, I'll give you that, but I don't think maybe maybe some of the stuff you said nothing. Like, like nothing. Like, well, I was in like second grade, and I like went to my parents. I remember, and I was like, "Dad, I don't think like the other kids." I was like, "I just, I don't really, really know like what what's going on here." And so they, since that point, like they just like started giving me like advanced schoolwork, and then tried to put me in like all these. You know, clubs, and I got kicked out of all of them because of <laughs> behavior issues. Do you think you felt like you were supported at home in like an alternative education sense of like your parents thought? My parents didn't know what the fuck like yeah. to do. Like, yeah. You know, they just have like some hellion, but he seems like he's got potential, but he won't apply himself to anything because I just. Yeah, I bet that was tough. I just, I uh, do. What do you think? Do you think you like you were just? Did you go to college? Yep. And have my think, degree. And you kind okay. of, you fit in the bo- the mold that you're supposed to fit. I do, and and I was never, I've never been a real big against the grain type of dude. So my parents were like, "Hey, this is a this is a very good option for your life to set you up to succeed." And I was like, "Cool, like I'm gonna go to high school and I'm going to apply myself as best I can, and then I'm gonna go to college because." I think, again, Jaden and I have talked about this off camera, but, um, you know, college, I agree to a point that college isn't for everybody, but it's also how, what, 
what you take from it and how you apply it. Yeah, there's a lot of my classes that I took in college that I paid a lot of money for um, that didn't teach me a single thing, but it's the values and the other thing that I pull from that that I do use. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like my parents supported me no matter what I wanted to do, but I wanted to do that. I wanted, it was like, it was almost a personal goal for myself because especially when I was working at previous jobs, they would be like, why are you going to college? That's a waste of time. And I was like, no, it's a personal goal at this point. I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Whether I use it or not, I'm going to do it. And so it was, that was another aspect of it for me. And my parents were with me the whole way. I think I kind of fit in between where I like wanted to be like a little more, more rebellious. I was one that maybe I had a few parties at my house when my parents weren't around. Yeah. But I really, I really wanted to like be six. Like I wanted to be smart. I really wanted. I put. I mean, I cried when I got my first B in high school. Yeah. Um, but like that's that's where like I feel like I got. I started getting a couple tattoos because it was like, ooh, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I got my nose. Yeah. Like. I can be a little rebellious, but I'm still kind of... Treading on the... Yeah, I don't want to be in the box. Right. But, I I mean, I kind of fit in the mold. But you want to be successful. Like, stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, I I want that, like, label of, like, yeah, she's she's successful, but I I don't want to be... I don't want to be everybody else. I do want to be me. Isn't that crazy that's something we strive for, but that the, the, the term successful has been molded by other people's success i mean that i mean i'm not trying to get super deep but like we work we work we work to be yeah we work to be successful which means you you grow up you have a lot of money you go to college you get a good job you have a lot of money you live in a big house and you have a bunch of businesses or you have a bunch of like that's success and well but i think raising two daughters myself i want to really break some stereotypical molds of my successes because i think um, I think, especially the stay-at-home mom debate mm-hmm. or whatnot, I think either is fine. And it, and, and women should be, feel that they should or can do whatever, yeah. whichever option they want. I think that there's people who are like, well, I'm not having someone else raise my kids. And it's like, but I know as a person, I'm a, such a better mom because I have the outlet of work, because I have, yeah. I feel better about myself right. being successful there. Um, and, but I think that the success for women a lot of times is, raising kids and having, mm-hmm. you know, running at home. And I'm like, I, that, that was never my goal. I never wanted to be, you know, cook and clean and, right. and raise. Prim and proper right. and da da da, so, da Yeah, but it also doesn't have to be like, my fiance is not going to worry at home forever. Right. Well, and, and, and if that's I, what she I, wants to do right now, she, or I, forever, she, that, that's her Yeah, you should just have the opportunity. But, right. yeah. but I, I also think that, so you got, I do not have all the nurturing qualities that Megan has. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think, this is my personal opinion, if the child can experience as much love and guidance and all of that within like the first like year, year and a half, I think that they'll that will set their like tone. Eat, yeah, yeah. For for their for the way that they, they handle things and think and the way they're their emotions and because there's like a lot that happens between when a child is like zero to like three and four years old yeah, yeah. you know it really like their personality and stuff's like already almost shaped by them so that's why i think that like the child having that much attention right there is like super super important now, i'm not just saying that all women should just be like stay-at-home moms but like they're it's like you Got all these. It's got to be a priority. Qualities, you, you know. Well, what I'm and saying? I think it creates such a bond. I mean, my ten-year-old is like, 
I mean, I kind of laugh, but if somebody crosses me and she knows that somebody's hurt my feelings, she... She's <laughs> she, pissed. They're dead. She's smart. pissed. Like, yeah. She is. Yeah. I mean, she... But that was because we... I mean, I was... a st- I, I finished out the school year when she was first born, but then um, when we were in New Mexico, she was one year one years old, and I it was just me and her, and there was just so... We were so bonded Mm-hmm. During that time. Yeah, and then like later you went off and did all of like these other right. So uh, yeah, I did I did lay the groundwork and but you you kind of done both yeah, right you yeah. Done... So I, I when my youngest was about three is when I think I started working at the Biz Foundry and kind of working more often. And stuff. To me, like that's that's I I attribute most of my success now is to my mom. Yeah, being a stay at home mom and just mm-hmm. constantly drilling love and emotion and. You know, you can do whatever you want day in and day out. You know, if I didn't have that, like, I don't know yeah. where the fuck I would be. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, too. But my parents were, we've already talked about how my parents raised me. They were phenomenal at how they right. did it. But my mom was a stay-at-home mom. I don't know how long, though. I don't remember. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they're not babies forever. forever. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes you kind of feel like this is this is just going to be your life. Because, I mean, even though that I'm, like, working and shit, it's like my life's still completely different i'm all paranoid about yeah. random shit i gotta worry about being home by like you know seven or eight and not like three in the morning and i can't yeah. just go off and do right. a bunch of and then there of course there's all the financial aspects mm-hmm. you know so like it's it's different for everybody now i think right? that mother-child bond is huge and um, it's like you might not get to do all the shit you want to do right now it's just kind of part of it it's like you shouldn't have yeah. a fucking kid like yeah <laughs> well flip flip that script you know what how how important is it for that that father son or father? I mean, father child bond. You know, right. does you know if daddy's out working? Dude, when I pick up my daughter, no matter what mood she's in. Oh, she! she I've seen it. Gives the biggest smile. Like it's she's just like crazy. Just happy. It's not fair for us. That's like putting the time off. Yeah, I'm making, making so, so mad. mad. Yeah, so mad. no, it, it is. It's like what is what? What? But you're the one that like the kids are always with. So it's not as a mom. You're not. They're not. Yeah. You know. It's not as a big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Say. It's like I've seen you all day. No, I think that it is for for men. There is a. It is difficult for to have that balance of like, how do I put enough into my family to support financially, but yet be there as well. Yeah. For me, growing up, my dad was um, he had an office in our house, so and he was in sales, so he could kind of make his own schedule. Yeah. So he was at our softball games and came to our sporting events and was at, you know, parent-teacher conferences. He was really involved. That's cool. So to me, it was hard for me to see. That's what my idea of a dad is. So you have a great relationship with your dad, I'm sure. I do. Yeah. And so it was hard for me to see other, like a father-daughter relationship otherwise mm-hmm. that wasn't like that because it's like, well, this is what I think yeah. dad should be. Yeah. You know, my, my kid's dad, he, they're... His dad, he wasn't raised in a household where dad worked all day. When dad came home, dad, dinner was on the table and, you know, dad was kind of taken care of. And I was like, well, I think that it's more of a partnership instead of just, you know, because that's what I was raised with. So yeah, it is right. when you, it's it's kind of the home that you. But I'm telling you, dads deal with some stress. For like, sure. I know it's stressful being at home with a child all day. And oh, stuff, yeah. But like, I think they're feeling both... the whole, yes, they're both equally you know, one yeah. is not more than the other, but they're they're their own little. They're different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and for me, like I, nothing is promised for me, so I'm just creating shit out of thin air all day, trying to train clients, trying to run the kitchen, trying to work on other projects, do all that other shit, 
not everything is all in the unknown. At least twelve hours a day, like it's sometimes it's hard to come home and be bubbly and happy and da 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 da. da yeah, yeah. Or the baby's crying yeah. or somebody's not in a good mood. It's like it's yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And then you know, like men don't really want to go into the whole talk about how they feel about the shit. But like, I mean, like I'm in some of these like dad groups on Facebook and shit, and like. One out of three is breaking down in the driveway every night mm-hmm. and doesn't know what to do. It doesn't feel like a good dad. Yeah. Trying to balance all this stuff that we're talking about. I think that is like a societal change that needs to happen is really respecting, like knowing that it's hard on both sides. Yeah. Because all, all you can usually kind of see is your own perspective. Right. And it's hard to say, oh yeah, I guess it is kind of hard to, to balance. Well, I feel like women just feel like men don't think that their job is hard. And then they spend too much time trying to prove that their job is hard, which makes the man feel disrespected for all the work that he's putting in to keep the family alive. Yeah. Mm. That's what I see. I I agree. And I think that, I think both ways, I think that I, I never really thought of the pressure of being the breadwinner in the family, that there's a lot of pressure there. It's like, well, what do you mean? You just go to work and you make money. You just do it. You know, that, what's hard about that you know and but i think i never looked at that other perspective before and so i think that is important women feel undervalued so they want to just complain about it and talk about it all the time like wait once once a dude starts hearing that it's like it's like the biggest slap yeah Mm -hmm. in the face and then i was just kind of because like i (coughs) if we if both sides kind of give a little like i let me let me look from your let me really respect what you're doing then men would kind of say, "Oh yeah, you were you're you're thoughtful about my struggles, and you're really respectful about what I'm doing. So let me give you the credit for what you're doing in our family too." Right. So I think if we if both sides kind of give a little. Well, yeah. sometimes I think it's hard to like compare how the stuff that has to be done at the house to the stuff that happens like in the quote unquote real world, but then the man forgets that like the house is. The real current real world. That's that's everything. Of, yeah. Yeah. Of the stay of the yeah. mom. Yeah. And and I also think then you have the whole dynamic of the kids once they become they start to get older and they start to understand things, they don't fully understand. And then you get that crazy dynamic of the classic American family where dad's been working all day and he comes home and all he does is bark orders. Well, the kids don't understand what dad's been through all day and they just and then he's immediately the bad guy as soon as he walks in the door because he's now he's the discipline figure, right. but it's coming off as more aggressive because of that kind of stuff. And he's just been shit on all day, right? Like you're six years. And old then they hate mom that. because she's the only one disciplining. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's crazy. But I think you're right. I think if if we can be more woke to the to the other person's perspective, it just makes that relationship and that bond and that home life so much better. Isn't that kind of true of like everything in the world right now? Hundred percent perspective, I mean, yeah. If, you know, if we're if everybody can just take a second and like think about other people's perception or yes. the other the side the other side. Yeah. yeah. I think that Yeah, and you may you don't have to agree. Just yeah. see it. Just like just like look through their eyes for one second. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I think that's huge, and I think we need to... deep here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? We were just talking about cold showers? And now it's perspective on life. Yeah. Yeah. Moms are the best. I wouldn't be here without mine. But you know what? It's interesting. How long does it take people to really... 
Because I feel like Which, mom, the mom yeah, job is... I know what of, you're going to say. Yeah, go ahead. How long before you, you appreciate your mom? I was like, I was... Once I... Here you go. Once I left the house and was gone for a year or two, I was like, dude, I miss my mommy. Like, she... <laughs> she... She... But, she, like, even even in the high school years where I didn't need her as much and wasn't relying on her for, for things, it was still like... She's just so supportive and such a such a huge part of making my day better. Yeah. And then when you get out there and you're like, she's not she's not just like right in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think that especially young men take their moms for granted once they get. To yeah, it. and then you have a kid, and then it like it happens all over again. Well, I I think that mom, you're awesome. Yeah. There's yeah. Stuff, like father daughter stuff, like oh daddy's little girl, father daughter stuff. So there's a lot of that where I'm like. But wait a second, I'm the one that's putting in a lot here, and yet, you know, they get to go do a special dance on, at the, you know, dance yeah. concert. Yeah, that's I'm not like, fair. Wait yeah. a second, I'm the one that's driving you everywhere and doing all this stuff, and yet I don't get to go on stage and get my, you know, five minutes Because a, a, a male is affected differently when they have a female child than a woman is going to be affected, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, your little girl, man, like, that is just... Because it's like you have been like with women your whole life and you've mistreated women and you've done stupid shit and then like you don't realize how fragile they are until you have one. Mm. And so then there's this like yeah. different layer of protection. That's bit that's um, yeah. Yeah. So really it stems from being a piece of shit. <laughs> and then you have a kid and you're like, fuck, I never want anybody to do any of that shit that I did to you, so I just gotta like So do you think you treat Megan better? Not that I mean I literally know nothing about your relationship, but do you think you treat her better now that you have a, a child and you Yeah, I have a different level of respect right. for her. Right. Yeah. Go. Go, ah, fuck. <laughs> Watching her go through what we did at the hospital was yeah. very difficult. And you felt very helpless. And, yeah. you know, as she's laboring away and she's just screaming for me to do something and there's nothing I can do. And then, no matter how strong, no matter how much you want to help. Yeah, man. And then, like, and then, not to mention that's after the whole nine months of hell that she goes through to bring this child into the world, then to watch her get up in the middle of the night and do all this other stuff and immediately know whatever she needs when she needs it. I mean, it's just... Superhero. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So there's definitely a, a different dynamic to our mm-hmm. relationship now. Now, sometimes, like, it's... Sometimes I kind of forget it and I act right. out and be Jaden for a minute. And, well, <laughs> so she handles it well. I mean, she Jaden instead of Mr. Flynn? Yeah. 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 Instead yeah. of dad? Or just, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. She, she knew what she was getting into. Yeah. But. That's yeah. an awesome perspective and that's that's cool to hear coming from you. Um, yeah, you ain't going to hear that shit much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. It's true. It's honest. And, and that's, that's, that's awesome for me to look forward to as well. Because I'm going to be an awesome dad. I know I will. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be a great dad. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, that's, yeah, that, that's really good. Do you feel like, you have two daughters, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel, and you don't know because you don't have a son, but do you feel like you, you would have. I you don't think have a kid? I think <laughs> She's like, good. Do you feel like, though, that would be the same, that's the same feeling for a mother to a son as it is for, or for, I mean, a, yeah. I don't know, because they, I mean, the thing is, is that I, 
am raising, I know what it's like to be. Exactly. And so you can relate on a different I know, level. you know, those hard emotional years of, of the teenage times where it's like, I just, I want to, I'm sad and I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like everybody hates me and I don't know why. Like yeah. the rational emotions that teenagers go through, I, I went through. I, um, you know, women have a really hard time kind of respecting themselves and loving who mm -hmm. they are and, and loving Doesn't their, everybody though? I, I, I guess. I don't know. I, it's interesting because I speak on a women's perspective, but men don't talk about those things. Yeah, but not on the, I don't think on the level that, that they do and for as long as they do. Like, I just, I think everyone does the exact same and just, really? you're just going to hear about it more from a, or is it more you know, per person instead of per gender? You don't really know many people that are like in love with themselves. That's true. true. That's Male true. or female. Gary Vee is. <laughs> well, there's one. I mean, it is interesting because I do a lot of stuff with women in business mm -hmm. and I talk a lot about just the imposter syndrome of that we go, kind of go through. Of, I mean, when I started working at the Miss Foundry, I had been a high school teacher. I had no, I have no formal training in business whatsoever. Yeah. I, you know, when I started there, they said, we're going to make this magazine. You're going to, you know, I, I knew nothing about any yeah. of that. And I just felt like if somebody knew how unqualified I am for this position, I will get fired because I'm so unqualified. And I don't know, maybe it's that men would never admit to that men want to be strong and mm -hmm. like i mean i literally spoke those words into existence at the time <laughs> where i don't know that men would be so vulnerable to say right. those things and so yeah. maybe that's the difference is that women will kind of talk about their their fears or their shortcomings where men will just kind of like power through yeah. no no not so, a lot of sensitive ass dudes that I'm like, yeah but like the majority though Overall, yeah, but I just don't know what the majority is yeah. anymore. Like, what is the majority? <laughs> well, the one, so you you asked about uh, a dif difference between a mother and daughter and a mother and son. I think the one thing is that I the thing I do about parenting is that I look at that I'm trying to raise adults. I'm trying to raise them to be not by gender. Yeah. So I don't look at necessarily it's a seven year old and a ten year old. It's like yeah. what tools do they need? Yeah. And, and try and make them age appropriate, but they're, they're going to have to know how to deal with situations that they aren't, you know, friends that they're not getting along with or people who are telling them what to do or, or people who are angry at them and they don't know, they don't like that person's anger directed at them, but they don't know how to deal with it. So right. I try and give them the tools and I think I can maybe relate a little bit more because I am female, but I don't know, you know, it would be yeah. hard, I think, to maybe relate on the same level with a son. But, and, and would you be able to, I mean, I don't, I just don't think we can because we're just... We're different. We're wired different, right. you know? Mm -hmm. So it seems like you've really got a heart for the whole women empowerment I do. stuff. Do you still think that we just kind of have different roles, like, in life and society? Or is like is it like a end-all, be-all dream to where everything women is like this? Women take over the world. Like so this, <laughs> this equal playing field? I'm not, maybe equal playing field is the wrong word, but. Equal opportunity? Somebody told well, me. I think somebody, there is equal opportunity. Somebody came to me a couple months ago and said, they were like, I, I really want to ask you this, but I don't want to offend you. And I was yeah. like, okay. okay. I'm not really unoffendable. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. And they said, are you a feminist? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, do I believe in strong women and women can do things and women should be able to be paid like a man? Sure. Do Am I gonna put a pink cat on my head and march around probably not like yeah. you know is there, are there instances where women are not paid as much as a man yes i think that there are 
I mean, women athletes. Uh, athlete, athletes are athlete pay is based on the people that go to the events. So right, well. So. There, I think it's because not. women's sports is not as interesting to the majority of people is why they don't pay that much. Probably. Um, and I would guess, so I think the women, here's the thing. I think with women right. in business. I was going to say, what about the lady vols? The lady vols are bigger than the male vols. No, they're not. But they're not paid at all. They're oh, yeah, that's college. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> right. So, the, point, so there's not. So, so equal pay is a thing already, right? Yeah. I mean... I, yeah, yes, I but I'm not trying to fight. But I just, no. I just, I, I don't think, know. I, I don't think know. some, some of this is getting a little not, not with you, of course, but just in no, I, the I, arguments I, of the world are getting a, a bit extreme, and I'm like, I don't necessarily feel. Is it the way right. that they're saying it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't, I don't feel like. I, that's, and I, I agree. I think that there's. And maybe be. because I've always had like a strong mom. Yeah. Like, so. I'm oh like, yeah. I'm used to seeing it's all like, about women it. Yeah. With influence and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just the way she did. That person right. is ahead. She's running shit, and she's a woman. That's cool. This dude's over here doing his thing. He's he's cool. He's you know, like I've never yeah. saw like, oh, this, this female gonna be teaching me. Like I can't learn anything from her. Like, I right. think that there is a balance of. I think sometimes I worry in the south that there's a lot more of like the I'm southern like woman this. image of oh. like what was that? No, no. we uh, had this. We had this little range. Poor person, Mike. And I'm way up here is what you're saying. <laughs> I think that there's somewhat of a um, women should be get married and stay at home, and that's kind of a, a narrative that maybe more Southern women, I didn't grow up down mm-hmm. in the South, but mm-hmm. I worry a little bit for my kids is that that's what they think they should do. I think that more I try and empower women to think you can do whatever you want, whether that is get married and, and have kids or you want to be the CEO of a company, or you want to drive a school bus, whatever it is that you want to do. I am totally a person that if you are not doing, living out your passion, don't be doing it. Do, right. Find something else. Because right. Right. Like, <clears throat> life is too short to be doing something that you don't want to do. And I, I, I had an interview one time, and I said, if I wanted to be a garbage person, I would do it with passion. If that's what I wanted to do, right. I would be passionate about it. So I think that's the biggest thing with women is just trying to make sure. But I think that there are is respect. And just like I was, we were talking about earlier of, yeah. of respecting a man, a breadwinner, whether it's a man or a woman, respect, respecting that position in your family, in your household, I think is better than just, you know, well, respect what I'm doing and, you know, know that I'm important. I think everybody should look at other people's perspectives. Right. I think a lot of it, too, like just the the way that the chemistry of a woman's body, you know, and the way that they're wired kind of plays in to the whole thing. Like, I think that's why you see more women staying home. It's not because of this like weird societal thing. It's just like, there's just a difference. Like when the baby cries, like Megan is going to beat me to her. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it it, it definitely bothers a woman more when a baby's crying. Yeah. yeah, I could hear, I mean, honestly, I could just hear it cry off. And it's not, it's not bad. It's just, you're like, you're right. It's the way we're wired. But to me, I think that's, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's dope. And I think think that's why shit works. You know, it's sometimes like, I feel like people try to break the mold too much. You know, I, I get that we got to move like a little bit forward and there's some that probably still feel oppressed somewhere, somehow, for some reason. And I get that like women used to not be able to vote and shit yeah. and, and all that stuff. And so we, we got to get away from all that, which I kind of think we have. But at some at some point in the day, like we are 
Well, different. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a who's, I mean, that's, that's, who's greater than no, who's not. Right. Like, no, I, I think that my, I really try and focus on the fact that I want to support women without hating men. Because yes, I think you can, yeah. be, you can be an empowered woman mm-hmm. without putting men down. Right. Right. And, and vice versa. Yes. And right. vice versa. Because I always have to have a female employee at the kitchen. Or it looks like shit. Why? Yeah. Because yeah. women just like clean stuff. They're better at doing that. They're better at and, organizing. And by saying that, you're not saying all women. You're just saying like the major. like that's right. just. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's just yes. The, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's. It's just a uh, um, stereotype, and I th- I don't think that stereotypes are terrible. I think that there's okay to have some stereotypes about things. Right. Well, I mean, especially when it's just reality. Like right. you're probably gonna be more organized than me, and just is. And and there's some people know? that I mean I'm I'm probably against that. I'm not as clean. I'm not your typical clean woman. Right. So I don't you know I don't. So there are people who go against those stereotypes, but I'm aware that generally. Women are better cooks, or women are. Oh, you know. hey, whoa! It's chill a out. We gotta chill, right? chill out on that one. Okay. Yeah. That's the well. You got a meeting to get to, or I some do. shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's we're, we're right on that time. All right. Well. Thanks for thanks for coming by. It's been awesome. That was great. Yeah. It was. I mean, yep. we got real deep in thirty years. We so. did yeah, episode we did. nine, huh? Yeah. I gotta go take a shower. <laughs> it's time for a shower. Thank you guys for having me. This is great. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We'll see y'all next week. Tap in. Woo!